with all my friends. Come along with me. See how the story ends. What grinds your gears, Colton? <laughs> that noise. The noise you just made. <laughs> Sometimes the, the thoughts in my head really give me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Professional Hippies. We're your hosts. I'm Colton. This is Dylan. And uh, if you are new to us or if we're new to you, we like to find the middle ground somewhere between professionalism, professionalism, uh, whatever that might mean to you, stocks, bonds, suits and ties, and hippie woo-woo. We all know what that means. And if you don't, well, that's all right. We'll educate you tonight. Um, so... <laughs> This episode's brought to you by one of our only running affiliates right now, testkitplus.com. You too can trust strangers with them. I think we have a couple different uh, affiliate links you can go in there and support the show with. But if you go testkitplus.com forward slash professional hippies, you can support yourself and uh, trust in strangers, whatever that might mean to you, and support the show. So without further ado, hey Dylan, what grinds your gears? Not that it grinds my gears, but it definitely popped in my head with testkitplus.com. The past few posts that they've made on their stories is literally how to make cocaine. Really? <laughs> it literally was like, this is how cocaine is made, part one. <laughs> and literally, like, this is how they do it. And when they're in the jungle, they usually do it like this. Unless you're in a lab, then you do it like this. And they were like, that's part one, part two coming soon. They're posting this on their social media. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, uh, it was very interesting. They're like, just so you know, this is what should be in your product. If for educate, it says in the beginning, like for educational reasons, we're going to show you. So you know what should be in your product. You know, what's funny about that though. Like Dave Asprey the other day, I saw, you know, the guy from bulletproof coffee, um, Abby showed me a post that he put on Instagram that said, uh, cocaine, 100% plant-based. And I thought that was hysterical, <laughs> but it was, it was actually like really catching piece of marketing. Cause it was talking about, um, the nutritional facts of things. So it was, mm -hmm. it was actually fairly educational. The fact, like if you don't look further than just the back of the can or, or like Dr. Panzer, when he came on talking about, um, you know, some of the different things that your body can only have so much of in a day. So like mm -hmm. where they're pulling certain vitamins from or the allotment that they have on the back of can, like, Hey, a hundred percent of your daily, whatever. Yeah. But what's not mentioned is that that's coming from an artificial source. So if you have uh, a Celsius drink or a monster energy, and then you have some other artificial sweetener, or some other stuff, then now all of a sudden you're four or 500% above what you need to be for your daily allotment. And it's not daily allotment. Like you need to have this in your body. It's like, this is what we consider to be top end a hundred percent, what you should be having in a day. And then all of a sudden, you know, by the end of the day, you're eating chocolate covered pretzels and you're like, wow, that ain't good for the body right there. <laughs> and it's going into coffee, coffee. I've, it's so hard to, cause I've been trying to track everything I'm eating and you start actually tracking what you're eating every day. And you're like, man, I am a gluttonous piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> do you track what you eat i've been tracking it a lot more it's so hard though because you'll go you'll go eat something and then you're like how do i even track that that's like a homemade meal what, you know? what do you use my fitness pal i was using my fitness pal until they start charging you out the ass for just to do what you wanted to do i use lose it now it's the free version's enough that all i need mm -hmm. is that your trainer having you do that or you're just doing that for your own kind of benefit the trainer got me into it yeah. Yeah. He was like, Hey, let's start, let's start 
just count calories. So that way you're tracking. He's like, still eat what you normally do if you want and then start tracking. And he goes, that if you start tracking it, that alone will start forcing you mentally. It should yeah. to watch what you eat more. Just the awareness of the act of tracking something makes you more aware. Like if you check your bank account more often, you're way more likely not to buy just senseless stuff because you're mm-hmm. aware of what you're spending versus mm-hmm. going to Disney and having that just tap. It's Disney money, whatever. I don't <laughs> I'll pay the Man, bill what if later. That, that should be a notification. I've never seen that on a bank notification. Like, hey, would you like a reminder every other hour what your account is at? You can do that on uh, on this episode of Grind My Gears. I mean, I got a list here, <laughs> and one of them is Wells Fargo. <laughs> Let's this hear month, it. I'm with them, too. I've had my problems. <laughs> I Last month, I took all of my automatic billing off of Wells Fargo. I transferred everything to Ally, because Ally will do that. Mm-hmm. They also let you do other cool stuff like set up buckets. So like whenever you get mm-hmm. your deposit or whatever, it'll automatically go into uh, my savings for this, my savings for that. And then you can also have that roll over into your Roth and deposit directly into your money market account. I love so that way. It just automatically. So you already have an account with them? Oh, yeah. I've had them for a while. Yeah, yeah I love them. To now, a that, now they're integrated with everything. Like before, I only mm-hmm. had Wells Fargo because my... Uh, my S-Corp, LLC, whatever my accountant set up, wouldn't link up to Ally directly. Yeah. But now Ally's been continuing to kind of improve their relationships with vendors, et cetera, and stuff. Their so. stock is so good, too. I've, I bought it a while back. I was like, oh, this is so... You know they've been around for over 100 years? Really? So Ally, when they first started, they were the finance company for General Motors. Like, when you know, when you go to buy a car mm-hmm. and the dealership uses their... Like Honda Finance, et cetera. Yeah, something like that. This was General Motors used Ally, the company. And then Ally saw the, you know, they were one of the first ones to get into the online banking. They saw what was happening and then diverted from GM and started, created their own entity and started getting online banking. And they're one of the top, you know, because that's what they did. They're one of the top like people to go to to get your car loans. For. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, I learned and a their lot. Their APR is great on savings. Every time Joey comes on, you know, like last week, I feel like I learned just something different. It gets me thinking about money. And I think it was mm-hmm. after that episode, I was like, I just, I've been meaning to do this forever because I forgot to transfer something, my automatic bill pay, and then Wells Fargo charges me like a hundred, hundred and fifty dollars for overdrafting an account and oh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was like fifty and it's stacked, and it's because we opened this yeah. account for you to prevent that. And I'm like. You know what? You guys can stick it. Okay. I just <laughs> I remember calling Wells Fargo when I was like post college, real broke, trying to make student loans and stuff. And I kept getting hit with those overdraft fees in my checking. It'd be like I think it was like thirty five dollars at the time back then. And I kept getting hit with it. And I kept telling them, Y'all are making taking more money than I can even use to try to even spend my money. Like, can you put that money back so I can at least get back to zero? They did. They were actually really cool about it, but they, but I, they were. I had to like explain like you're you're hurting me more yeah. than you're helping me at this point, guys. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what the statistic was. Maybe if we clip this, I would like the statistic to show how much money Wells Fargo made from overdraft fees last year alone. And that is so wild to me. That grinds my gears. <laughs> yeah. People already don't have the money to pay something, and then they charge thirty five, fifty bucks. Because I remember that feeling of what. $35 means when you don't have any yeah. money. That's a gas and then tank. You're on top of that, it's a ga- that's a gas tank, right? Yeah. 
if you're driving just a, a economy car and you're looking at you're like oh sweet so there's another 35 dollars i didn't have yeah. on top of that and what is it the fee for what is that even there's nobody that has to work at all when my account goes over so that goes to oh we're trying to keep people from a, a overdrive uh, keep doing it doing it i'm like just halt their account i don't understand freeze if it's, it if deny it's the past, transaction if it's past zero you do like you do a credit card <laughs> yeah. deny it deny it <laughs> like, no we're gonna we're gonna steal a old page out of the uh, uh american defense budget just i'm like yeah zero does not mean zero it's like they're afraid someone's going to come in there and be like, I'm going to keep taking hundreds out, keep charging me the fee, but I'll never pay it. <laughs> I had the same thing happen with Verizon. I got on a call. This is a client call like two years ago. And it was um, like, what, what did we consider uh, coast, not Costa Rica, Puerto Rico to be? That's a district, right? So they're not a state. They're like an official district of America. Yeah. And I, it was something like that. So I looked at the number. I just call it because it looks like an American number. And about an hour into this call, as I'm closing, I find out it's like somewhere in the Bahamas or something like that. I'm like, hey, let me call you on WhatsApp. In that hour, I got no messages. And then I get a bill a month later for $340 for that one phone call. For one phone call. One over phone there. call. So wow. I, I call them. You know, the rep's like, hey, we can't do anything about this. And she's like, I can't even guarantee if it goes to a manager that they'll do anything about it. And I got the most Karen of Karens at Verizon, wherever customer support service. And I'm like, hey, you know, at the end of the day, when I realized I was really losing this battle, I was like, can you just, she's like, well, who's going to pay for these charges? I'm like, well, I don't know enough about your industry to just assume anything. But based on the fact when I have been internationally traveling, that you guys offer me for $9.99 a day, unlimited international calling. I think somewhere between $9.99 and $340, we could find a reasonable range not to fuck me as hard. I don't know if I'm out of pocket here, but you know, like I just, I don't think the data packets that were being transferred from my phone to the Bahamas range $340. God, I didn't give you guys a heads up, you know? So they were really cool. They took off a yeah. uh, 40 bucks, I think 60 bucks. I was like, wow, fuck you thank, guys. Thank you. Basically took off your hours pay worth of helping me on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, and the best part was she was like, I'm going to go listen, put me on hold. She went and listened to the customer reps, uh, like handling of escalation for this call mm -hmm. and basically was threatening her job on the line if she found out that that customer service rep said that she could do something about the call. So not only am I defending trying to getting a lower bill, I'm like somehow hooked into this poor woman's job. I'm like, dude, this is so far. I, just I would like, you just double down on it and be like, oh, you think you'll get fired if you don't help me, <laughs> or if you do, if you do help me, you just well, come back from the other again, get her in a sandwich. <laughs> the best part is they're like, well, we sent you a text, and I'm like, can I? how can I prove to you I didn't get a text? And they're like, sir, we're looking in the system. We can see you got a text. And I'm like, I'm looking at my phone and I didn't receive a text. I'm like, this is awesome. This is like being in a, in a jury of their peers. I'm like, there's nothing, there's nothing I can say. Cause I didn't, I really didn't receive a text. Otherwise I wouldn't have been on the call. 
you know? I had a I had a my issue a few years ago with Verizon. I I called I had a bill discrepancy. I was like, hey, what's going on here? And they kept saying the same thing, like, oh, there's something. And I go, hey, we're, I'm not going away. So you and I, like, you can't just hang up on me. I know you can't. And my problem hasn't been resolved. So we go up the ladder or you resolved it for me. And so <laughs> we 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 looked at it. We went back and forth and he goes, oh, I see now that you're like on an old plan. Because I've been with Verizon a long time. You're like on, on an old plan. So let's just get you on the new plan. I was like, well, hey, 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 Mr. Upsell, let's go ahead. I get where this is going. Let's talk about it. Let's see what it is. He tried to upsell me on this other stuff. And he goes, actually... If we get you just on our new unlimited plan, it'll be less money than what you're currently paying now, and you'll get ESPN Plus, and you'll get Disney Plus. And I was like, why haven't we led with that conversation since <laughs> the start of this? Why did it make me reaching out for a bill discrepancy, and then we went through all that, and now we're here? And I was like, I'll take that. Yeah, that sounds good, man. <laughs> yeah. Make my problems go away. Make my it problems go away, and Tickle me a little bit. Something. The thing was, know. if I would have called before I got my bill, <laughs> by the way, they would have made it go away. They would have honored the nine ninety nine. But because I called after I got my bill, the billing cycle had complete. <sighs> so then they're like, "Hey, there's nothing we can do. You're calling. You're calling a day after the bill cycle is complete." And I'm like, "Well, I just got my fucking bill. So <laughs> yeah. how does this work?" <laughs> I'm sure you got a few dollars laying around. Mr. Yeah. Ver Mr. And Mrs. Verizon, if you could just drop some of those in my account, a little bit of credit. <laughs> Corporate America, man, I'm telling you, I love it and I hate it all at the same time. A hey, hard segue here. You know what happened to me today? I'm, I'm uh, a guess. Got hit in the face by a dodgeball. I could see how that's that's a logical conclusion. No, I was on a meeting with a fellow uh, team member of mine, and uh, I had a scorpion. Crawl up my leg. A scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were y'all working outside or this is Dude, inside? Right here. What you're looking at. I had a, you know, a little chilly sometimes. I like I have a blanket in my office, whatever. And uh, fostering <laughs> Luke's dog, she's been tracking in leaves and stuff. I'm like, man, these leaves, dude, they, they keep getting in the house. And I went down to scratch my leg, pull up. A freaking scorpion. <laughs> Dude, when I tell you, I haven't felt that amount of adrenaline in my life in a long time. <laughs> I came out of my skin, out of my chair. I don't know how that dude got in the house, let alone up the blanket and onto my leg. <laughs> we haven't seen, there's no scorpions or anything in Florida, so we didn't really see those much growing up either so if i would see one i'd probably be like holy shit what do i do with that thing <laughs> we've had a couple get in the house and so since having having the new dog in the house the cats have been hanging out in like either the closet or the laundry room and mm -hmm. normally the cats will take care of them because they're not super like these specific types of scorpions been getting in the house there's the tiny little yellow ones that you would see ah. like in a was it a bottle of tequila or like a lollipop something like that um so <laughs> What lollipops are you eating? The scorpions are in there. Have you not seen those? No, I've seen tequila. I've never seen yeah. a lollipop. To be fair, I think that was in Thailand. They had like all kinds of weird stuff, crickets and scorpions and spiders. How many licks does it take to get to the scorpion? Right, right. Uh, no, they had deep fried scorpions too. I can see that. Yeah. That'd probably be all right. The crickets weren't that good. I don't see the appeal to 
to the cooked crickets. They're high. In, it's high cheap protein. But the taste. It's the taste. I'm sure a hot dog is high in protein too. The taste don't matter when you're trying to get a swole baby in Thailand. You don't see too many swole Thailands. Yeah, you don't mean. I don't see I, I, yeah. Or, yeah, I don't understand. I, I'm looking forward to going over there trying that kind of stuff one day. I don't know. You see all kinds of stuff. Octopus, just raw fish, <laughs> barely yeah, cooked. Yeah, you see a lot of interesting stuff. And the cool stuff is that it's cheap. That does not grind my gears. I like a good country that has cheap food, good food, good people. Um, many of those things we do not have in America. We got about half of it. Which part? There's some good people. There's some good people out there. It did a weird thing. Do you find yourself so? I was out with a buddy the other night, and uh, we were just catching up, having a, having a bro date or whatever. Run into some friends of his, and um, and and there was these two girls there that said they didn't go to ACL because of all. This is right when the Israel Palestine stuff history kicking off, mm-hmm. and they said they didn't go out because they didn't feel safe. And so we were genuinely curious, and we're showing up like as men, we just genuinely can't like relate you know like when we're going out we're not constantly observing our environment for people that are going to rape us we're typically walking in a room sizing up the biggest guy in the room be like could he beat my ass i don't know why but that's just a total man thing that we do yeah and so we're asking them like what because i heard this from my wife he heard it from a girlfriend of his and now there's two women just that we haven't run into that night they're telling us the same thing and they were just they were kind of hesitant to like really comment on it. We're like, we really want to know, like, why is it? It feels like the general atmosphere for women right now is that it is extremely dangerous. Was this was this on a Friday a couple weekends weeks ago? Mm-hmm. It might have been that night specifically. Might have been because uh, there was like the the man. I don't I don't know what I'm talking about, folks. So just don't take anything I'm about to say for granted. <laughs> There was something where I guess one of the terrorist organizations had said like that Friday we're gonna go out and celebrate. It might not be it might be it might be Hamas, it might be Gaza. I don't know. It was just one of them was like, oh, we're gonna go out and celebrate and like bring terror to wherever you're at. Like it was like an announcement they had made, and it was that Friday. They said Friday the thirteenth, go out. And there's some spots stuff. There was like a stabbing and like yeah somewhere on Friday the 13th. And then there was another one where there was a whole, there was something else happened somewhere else, but that could have been it. But if it was that specific day, that was the night I went and saw Closey, man, that was, was a that? good show. Yeah. That was a fantastic show. Go see Closey folks. If, if uh, you want to see an awesome, awesome show, it's a good one. Ella streams coming here uh, next weekend. I think I always want to go see that. I'm We're getting, still- I'm becoming a daily bread fan, man. Daily bread is that, their new right. album is fire. Mm-hmm. That is a good new album. I want to see them. Yeah, there's a lot of artists I want to see. I'm trying to think. Um, Hellish Dream's a good one. I like him, but I got to kind of be in the mood for that. Um, I'm getting the itch for Bonnaroo next year. Same. Getting same. Bonnaroo itches. Mm-hmm. A little tickle. Yeah, we got to start getting our uh, stuff together for Burning Man. You can never plan. Too far in advance for Burning Man. We're already playing for a couple of years from now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to get, get that stuff together. But um, yeah, so I don't know what it is about um, 
kind of like the general atmosphere. Do you feel like it's proliferated by social media? Cause yeah, but I don't think it's re- like, I don't really see it much here in Florida at all. I just think maybe that city and the, the tech people are kind of like that. Cause they're online and seeing all the news. Con- Anyone that I see that's constantly on the news and stuff like that are like that. Right. Everyone else that's like busy and has got shit they got to do is not like that, that yeah. I know of. Like I talk with business owners and, and people all the time. They're not worried about that right now. Mm-hmm. Like they got their own problems they're trying to solve. They got problems over here. That, that's been happening for thousands of years. There right. is nothing that we're going to do. What people I think are worried about is all the other stuff that's happening, the wars that are popping up everywhere else or, or contingency. And they think that where I think because you got one side supporting Palestine and you got like the other half of the world allies supporting Israel. Mm-hmm. And when that like because you got half and half here, that's the makings of a World War Three or whatever that that people are worried about. I don't think they're worried about the fights having over there. I think it's the tension of like, could it could we go this? But this happens like every 10 years. We always see this. We always see them fighting. And then everyone's like, oh, we're going to go to World War Three because one half of the world supports Palestine. The other half of the world supports Israel. And everyone, this goes happens every ten, like ten years. They go and fight each other for the land. And it's like, hey, look, just let them. They're fighting for their what they got to do. It sucks. The more I learn about it, they though, shouldn't be doing I, it. So but. I don't know that carpet bombing the city was uh, or Gaza Strip was necessarily the the right answer on that one at all. Um, yeah. Bombing you know. each other should be. So yeah, I mean, like, I understand is. where both sides are coming from. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if anything, I, I feel a little bit more empathetic towards um, Palestine because it's essentially been like an open air prison state, essentially, the, yeah. with the way I mean, it's policed. I, I, I've been learning a lot from this whole situation. I've, I've definitely been leaning more towards Palestine, I think. But then again, Palestine's also attacking Israel. It's the loudest like, ones, right? It's, a, it's, it's like what we see in politics. Forth, it's, it's, the, it's the radicalized, you know, they're like, hey, we've got to take back this stuff or whatever. Um, but for the people of Palestine, there's literally nowhere to go. Egypt's yeah. like, hey, we don't have very much money, but with the money we do have, we are putting it on the border so you guys can't come. You can't bring your problem this way. And it, it's kind of all the way around fortified borders of millions of people. Like we talked about this on an episode not too long ago, just the population lottery we have of living here we don't mm-hmm. can you imagine Mm-mm. like scraping and working and surviving your whole life like maybe you get to a point where you finally have a home you're proud of a family you're proud of and whatever a significant amount of money would be to you 50 100 150 grand saved up you know like an equivalent currency like you're like you know what i've made the best of my situation and then it's seemingly overnight your house gets bombed or your street gets bombed you're trying to evacuate your 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 family and you're amongst millions like we've been in crowds of tens of thousands of people like a hundred thousand people that's a ton of that's fucking t- people that's a ton of people yeah and, and, and for, all- for even like it to be reasonable to enjoy yourself there are a ton of resources supporting mm-hmm. that right mm-hmm. like cutting cutting off water no electricity like nowhere to really go to the bathroom what a hellhole! Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That I, it's. I'm wondering how they are getting like weapons and stuff into Palestine though, too, since they are surrounded. It's interesting how those are are getting over there. I was the about the rockets other day. they're making out of um, like uh, plumbing supplies, like sewer pipes, 
and mm-hmm. uh essentially like um what was it uh nit- 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 nitrogen phosphate something like that um fertilizer they're, they're essentially sending over fertilizer bombs is, is what they're they're lighting off um israel is not israel is sending in very guided bombs blowing yeah. shit up i mean they're, they, they're targeting stuff they've got they've got yeah their their weapons are a lot better systems like their iron dome that's Wild. a pretty cool cool product you know that was that's created and tested in hawaii right they put it all around the islands and tested them out there and like on top of the hills that's what their tour guy was telling us he goes you ever seen that iron dome in israel he goes that's where they were testing it. <laughs> it was right over there. Does yeah. it have? Does Hawaii have something like that for nukes? You think? Well, I was thinking, does Hawaii have that, and does the rest of the country have that? Like, are they placed around Washington D.C. and we've never had to use them because we haven't had a missile ever come in? But they're like secretly placed everywhere. Hmm. Like, if Israel has that, and they have, it's been pretty good success rate of their their country not getting bombed because of those things there you know and we're the ones who created it yeah you know it's got to be in there and they went it went from the iron dome i think it's an iron laser dome now like it's a laser system that they have yeah it was just the bullets before just they just millions of bullets as fast as it can oh it's missiles it's iron dome is missiles oh it's missiles oh, i thought mm-hmm. it was guns. yeah you can watch the missiles go up and curve into the to the other that's missiles. A, it's a crazy system, but Wild. I wonder how many of those bad boys we have placed around our own country. Like, so I went cities? down a little bit of a rabbit hole when I was learning about that. And, uh, you know, one of those animated science channels or whatever was showing um, if we did get attacked with nuclear weapons. One of the things that they might do is send some of the warheads up um, into like the stratosphere and detonate them as EMPs so that our satellites couldn't target the other nuclear warheads that were already um so like the icbms that we have in cold storage Mm. apparently a lot of those have three destinations that they're just targeted for so they're they're dumb in a sense so if that um if the nuclear briefcase was opened Mm. and activated um the codes are really just being sent to those silos and selecting one of three pre-dedicated destinations so that it doesn't really need too many electronics for it to effectively get where it's going to go. Now we have Mm -hmm. other ones that are, you know, for sure tricked out and and made more recently, but you're talking floppy disk era technology that they're like, Hey, if we get attacked, we have a ton of dumb bombs that will just go where they're meant to go. You know, they're not going to be redirected in route. Well, it's like I, I know this from a friend that works at a place that makes defense stuff. And they have a room way in the back where they still have like Vietnam and World War II era machinery back there. And they do a checkup on it, on it every now and then because that's their like backup equipment mm-hmm. of like, yeah, we this stuff just runs on engines and gas. You know, you can't yep. hack these systems. Yeah. So they, they got levels of tanks and and jeeps and armory just for so it doesn't get hacked yeah i was like I mean, you gotta have that too right like if an emp goes off you know over the state um like if it was to go off of dc like you're shutting down so much critical infrastructure right i mean everything's mm-hmm. electronic these days um 
I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird that's a weird thing. And it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier. Like the more you're tapped in to stuff like that, mm-hmm. the more it kind of ramps up your nervous system and you just feel anxious about it. It also everything. makes you wonder when we're trying to switch, like they're trying to switch a lot of the stuff over to the electric grid, cars, machinery and stuff over the electric grid. If you go to Tico here in Tampa, right? There is a like military level presence that is mm-hmm. always on guard protecting that place, right? Because if yeah. that place shuts down, that's a whole city. And I'm sure every other Ticos is probably a little bit more important because a McDill Air Force Base is mm-hmm. right there. So they're probably a lot more guarded. But I feel like almost switching to electric puts you even at more of a, a mild risk. You There's know? an argument he made there for sure. I mean, the fossil fuel industry definitely would back that argument. Absolutely. For sure. <laughs> yeah. It definitely would. But it just something interesting to think about because if, if they have military guarded now before almost everything is on electric, you know, what is it going to be like then? Then you got an iron dome over every major Tico out there. Well, that, that's what I was wondering. It's like for nukes, though, um, is, it, is it an iron dome in the sense like in Israel – those bombs are getting pretty close and about 10% of them make it through. They say like their success rate is about 91%, 92 yeah. Um, so some do get through and the day that everything popped off, um, Hamas launched 5,000 missiles. They just, they played the numbers game. They're like, we're just going to, right. 5,000. <laughs> Israel's like, we don't need a, a big iron dome. We just need something to protect these little pocket rockets coming over the border. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's good for the industrial base. So I, I heard a thought um, <laughs> the other day, and it was, uh, you know, these two two people kind of arguing over nonsense, but one of them was a Trump supporter. That's not really relevant, but the other guy was a, a Democrat, clearly on Biden's side. And one of the points he made that, um, who's the who's the guy that, the the Darth Vader looking man from the Republican Party that uh is their speaker. Um looks like he's he, he had a stroke recently as he was talking. He just kinda shut down. Oh, uh keep talking. I'll, yeah. I'll find out. Um his face looks like it's literally melting off. I call it I call him the old frog. Yeah. Um so they were both kind of on the same side that the thing I didn't think about, the money we are sending to Ukraine, we're actually spending on our own Mitch economy. McConnell. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch McConnell. Um, we're, we're spending here and sending the weapons there. So I guess the way they got, they're getting bipartisan support for all this money that we've been spending in Ukraine isn't really by sending money to Ukraine. Some of it is. But a vast majority of it is paying our contractors to build the weapons and the machinery, et cetera, and sending it over. But the counter argument to that is, have you ever seen how government contractors are awarded and paid? It's still on the WW2 um, contract of whatever it takes, and we prorate like 25 or 30% above that cost just in case, right? Like whoever's awarded it, they oh, yeah. literally write them a blank check and just say, whatever it takes to get it done, then tack on 30% for your margin after the whatever it takes. That's how we end up with bolts that cost $50,000 and crazy stuff like that, you know? In, the, in Maui, when we went there, 
the tour guide that we had talked about. You go see all this land out here with the cow pastures and everything. We went to one of the national parks, the Dormant Mountain. I cannot say the name, but it starts with an H. Uh, but it's huge. And on the side of the mountain is just all cattle land. He goes, all this land right here. So there were some of the original like people that came in besides the people that were originally living here, the colonists, I guess you'll call them. They came as missionaries. And then they were like, mm, we could buy this land pretty cheap and create a cattle ranch. So they went and bought out the entire island, basically, like all around the mountain, and then turned into cattle and then made a deal with the government where all the that all the meat for all the navy comes from that island with all the with the cattle and they go they only directly sell to the government at premium state cost. <laughs> they go it's not cheapo steak that you're going to get it's like going to a very nice steakhouse premium cost level. <laughs> and then I the mean, the missionaries are like premium steak it is the people that are the missionaries in the country. Are, you can have the tip of our mountain with the, some nice tax write-offs, and you can make it a nice national park, too. <laughs> oh, you know what I was thinking earlier? Uh, back to the missile silo thing. Can you imagine how mind-numbingly boring the job would be to just be in a nuclear silo waiting for the call? <laughs> Nothing's happening. You're just sitting there. You're just shifts constantly. Yeah, moving in and out. You're you're just constantly sweeping the floor, maybe. And and they got to be on their p's and fucking q's because it's a nuclear warhead, you know. So they can't just like be on TikTok hanging they out. Can't, no, they're probably on TikTok and hanging out because you're just sitting around and you're just waiting around. You're just waiting for the, the how much, q. How much Wi-Fi do you think's going on around a nuclear warhead? How much Wi-Fi? Yeah, like how much just system vulnerability? Do you think they're allowing to be in the well, presence the of warheads? Warheads are more well. The warheads these days are more or less in on submarines now. I'm mm-hmm. sure we got a couple here and there, but they're more just on submarines. I don't. Have you seen the size? We went to the submarine museum there in Hawaii, and the new submarines are being built like four stories high, like mm-hmm. four or five stories high, and the warheads just they'll have like three warheads just standing straight up in them. Mm-hmm. Those things look crazy. And they're like, oh yeah, we're just. We we talk about like America multitasking. These things kind of patrolled the waters anyway, so we were like, let's just move the warheads out to there, and then instead of two people doing two jobs, we'll have two one person doing five jobs. <laughs> I saw a video of a guy fishing. He was deep sea fishing, and he had on uh, you know his bottom radar thing or whatever, and it showed a sub coming oh, under yeah. him. <laughs> He'd start playing some that. American shit. Boop. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my ass would pucker up a little bit just knowing good old American freedom was trucking along. I would have right? looked up uh, Morse code on my thing <laughs> and just tap the Morse code on my boat. Send nudes. Send. <laughs> The guy down there just goes, ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's another job that I, I I would not envy is being on a sub for six months. Just Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Though you don't really hear about many subs sinking anymore. Like that doesn't sound like a problem. But still being stuck on a sub, those things are a lot bigger than I thought they were, though. 
the one that when uh when the Russia stuff popped off and they're you know making a, aggressive statements towards us, um, I follow this guy on TikTok that does a lot of breakdowns of you know military whatever. And the one the sub that they were touting and they're like, hey, don't fuck with us because of X Y Z. He did a breakdown about that one. And so this sub is so big, it has uh, a sister vessel, a sister um, sub that is linked to it most of the time and just trolls behind it. And because of that, it can only do, I think, like, it was like five to seven knots at a time. Mm. And so he was like, one, this thing is loud as fuck because it's, it's just, it's the opposite of stealth. So for them to say that we don't know where it's at all the time, we do. Two, <laughs> there was an accident with the sister sub. It caught on fire and killed everyone aboard. It killed like 17 or 30 of sailors that were trapped inside the sub. Like one of the oxygen tanks exploded or something, and the whole sub caught on fire. And so he's like, two, they really need to like kind of take care of their own before they're making threats to us. And so <laughs> yeah. when they made these aggressive remarks and they were like, he was like, this is public information. He's like, I'm not, you know, saying something like our military, they, they know so much more than I'm able to get my hands on. He goes, I'm able to track where the sub's at right now. And they're like, oh, we're <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. He's like, it's actually right here by the Arctic based on public information. <laughs> but when it comes to our sub stuff, I mean, propaganda wise, I'm not sure how much we would necessarily be privy to in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, our military is pretty good at um, hushing stuff that they don't want us, you know, uh, to know about or, or positioning <laughs> us. Like, they're pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. You know, until um, a blockbuster movie comes out, then you're on the hook. <laughs> and I listened to RFK the other day. Didn't you tell me to listen to some of his stuff? Yeah. Yeah. His, his interviews keep getting taken down off of YouTube. It's interesting. What a well spoken man. I mean, it's yeah. tough to listen to in the beginning. If you get Literally? once you get past this gruffiness, then you're yeah. like, okay, I can, I can, I'm like some of this, dude. I was like, man, there. The the only other candidate that I kind of got behind was the the chick, the governor from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember her name, Ortega or something like that. Um, I was like, oh, I kind of align, you know, with where she's yeah. at, but RFK, that dude. He's with it. I did find it funny how he played something the other day. Because um, they were giving him, conservatives were giving him shit the other day for being like, oh, he said he'll get rid of guns or whatever, you know, if, if given the power. And then I look back to what he actually said, and he goes, yeah, if both Democrats and Republicans in the House and Senate all voted to get rid of the Second Amendment, then yeah, we would do that because it's how things work <laughs> he goes i would do that but obviously no one would do that <laughs> like, right we're never gonna go that direction it yeah. was just funny he was like they were like would you do that he was like yeah that's that's how our system works so like right. sure that's what we would do but yeah. <laughs> i i'm curious we kind of talked about this a little bit last week but i i hadn't listened to any stuff so like i didn't you know i wasn't like who's gonna peel away but like what percentage of the votes? Because he is getting censored for sure. I would know, say like, half. I would say uh, not half. I would say close to half. Close Look, to half. I think close to half. Because I think he's a. I think he's got a lot of old school liberal liberalism, mm -hmm. libertarian. Sorry, style of thinking. 
And I think a lot of the people that are fed up that were with the Democratic side that are like a lot of the old Democrats that are probably considered more libertarian now um, are going to go, hey, this guy's my age. This guy's thinking like I have always thought. And I think a lot of people forget how many boomers are out there. Yeah. And they're going to because he's that like, he's not really going to get on a debate platform, though. And yeah. and the voters, the people that actually go out and vote, do watch the news. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. I, I agree with his um, thinking. That podcast could be the thing that gives him a platform. So like that's why he's doing the tours the way he is. Yeah, I definitely I think, think the podcast that's gonna... is a great way. He's the first president to actually. Well, Bernie Sanders did some. Yeah, but he's the first. He's the first presidential candidate I've seen that's doing all the platforms. He's yeah. doing, you know every leaning way he's jumping on one which i love he's not sticking to one side of trying to gain the votes just on one side he's like why do you think he's getting censored like what is that like what youtube alone he's very against uh vaccines he's like he because he 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 has that problem because he got back a vaccine triggered and it caused his whole problem that he has with his voice Mm -hmm. so he's like i'm not against vaccines i'm against vaccines that there's obviously been reports that it's causing harm and they're trying to ignore it or where they're not testing it quick enough. And they're putting out, he's like polio vaccine. Fantastic. Right. That saved millions. It went through testing. They saw it saved and it did fantastic. He goes, but then you have all these other ones and he goes, I'm a prime example of like a problem that has happened. Yeah. You know, with all these newer vaccines that are coming out, they're saying they're, we're working and they're not. So because of that, they start shutting them down on that. And and because he talks down about the COVID vaccines and all that, too. Yeah. Which is amazing to think, like, we're that far removed from that, from COVID at this point. Yeah. Like, everybody's well, just accepted COVID's just the How new much flu. is Pfizer paying YouTube and Google, you know? Because mm. we, we all forget YouTube and Google are both private companies still, you know? Yeah. I mean, publicly traded, but for the most part, private companies, they right. can make their own decisions. Yeah. I mean, it's a private enterprise, right? private enterprise. Yeah. So if, yeah. if Pfizer wants to pay them to hush hush, then they're like, fuck it. However much you want to pay us, we'll do it. Do you think, do you think it's that? Do you think it's folks in the pocket or do you think it's people in power and their belief system people, thinking? I think it's even people inside their system, right? Like there was the whole thing that Facebook was getting in trouble for, or was it Facebook? No, Twitter employees were getting in trouble for because they were obviously like the engineers on the inside were obviously skewing the algorithms to go a certain way. Yeah. And it was, the company was just so big that they couldn't control it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure that's happening within YouTube as well. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Tom, yeah. Tom made a good point. He goes, it's kind of interesting. He he said, uh, cause there was a video I tagged Tim Dillon in on, on one of the clips and he goes, for a little while after that, your videos weren't getting as many views. It took a little while for your views to go back up. And he goes, I was reviewing that. And he goes, Tim Dillon's one of those people that like the algorithm and the social media like push down, try to push down. And he goes, because you tagged him in that, that could have been what it was mm-hmm. for a little bit. He goes, you might have got a little shadow ban because you like promoted something that the platform doesn't want you to promote. Yeah. That's weird to think in an age where information is so available 
I mean, we're like past an information age and moving into an artificial intelligence age, but that that censorship is still the, a thing. The art, artificial intelligence, uh, the guy that created Chat GBT, or no, the guy that created OpenAI went on Joe Rogan. Highly mm-hmm. recommend yeah. listening to that one. Actually hearing like somebody, because we keep hearing good and bad about AI, right? And so, okay, from the guy that's actually created it, he had like some very good points. He's like, everyone thinks it's going to do this. It's going to take people's jobs, but it's, it's, it's just, it's a tool. It's not right. And yeah, it's going to, he goes, I'm not saying it's not going to take people's jobs. Once the combustible engine was created, all of a sudden you have horse and carriage buggies are gone. Like, yeah, like some jobs are going to go away, but now you have a better tool to use towards other things. Right. He goes, I'm not saying it's not going to do that, but everyone had this feeling as well when all the, we had like huge jumps in technology, mm-hmm. you know? So he, he had some, he had some really interesting good points. And then you could obviously tell how detached he was from like everyday stuff. It was very interesting. Like his thoughts, like Joe Rogan would say something that was like pretty common knowledge. I got what's going on. He'd be like, what? Like, what do you, like, what's that going on? And you're like, wow, this guy's like all in just focused on this. Yeah. Very, he's like, I'm leading the way on the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't listen to that. Um, mainly because I saw a lot of people say it was kind of shit and they didn't learn anything that they didn't already know, but I'll check it out. Uh, cause it is interesting when you have folks like, like Mr. Beast, he's the YouTube mm-hmm. guy. Right. Yeah. That, that's all his bandwidth is focused on is like making mega videos. And you have someone like uh, Elon's probably not even a great example because he just seems to be Elon's kind of like the diplo I will outwork of technology. You, you can't outwork me. <laughs> I live I live on my couch so I can it's, work. I'm just like it. it's interesting being in an age like now we're in our early 30s and I'm like. I still want to do all the things, and I thought by now I would be more of a person that would be headlong into one thing, but I think sometimes you just have freaks in nature that come along, and they're like, I only want to make this thing be the thing, right? Like a Tesla who's just obsessed, right? (laughs) It's like uh, what we've thought about, like, when we're at festivals, and we're like, how much more crispier can we make that sound, you Mm. know? And you're like... If I had all the money in the world and then I could make money making that sound crispier, what could I do? You know? And that's just somebody that's like, if I can get to fucking Mars, you know, (laughs) what kind of real estate cost is that going to be up there? (laughs) You definitely see that with some of the stages of Burning Man. Someone that had arrived and they are realizing their dream and they're like, I don't know about that whole uh, lovey dovey (laughs) trance music, but the techno stage I'm about to build. There's going to be so <laughs> much fire and laser. Someone saw Carl Cox and they were like, that's cool. But like, where's the bass? Where's the bass? <laughs> so it's like, I'm, I'll make the bass. I got, I'll do it. I'll oh, call it X. <laughs> back to the, the, the shows that I think you do need to see. We went and saw a tale of us, uh, last Friday. I've seen tales of us. Have you years ago? Miami music week. Yeah. Yeah. Great show. <sighs> Great wow. show. That's a, that's a, that's a uh, Sakshian type of, yeah. of, of music. And you're just so good. The production was wild. Did you notice that like with Tales of Us, you could have conversations with the people around you? 
pretty easily. In, in our venue, we we couldn't. The, uh, the, uh, the, the acoustics was pretty solid. It's just the venue itself, and we had a table that was like um, right next to the booth, right next to the the sound array. Mm-hmm. And um, I I don't understand how people don't put in hearing protection. It it shows anymore. Now I do. Like for sure, I do. But I mean, I can understand why they did it years ago. Uh, uh-uh. I don't. I yeah, I don't know. Once I got on that train, I'm like leaving a place and not having that ringing, not so going to bed better. with fractals in your eyelids because the ringing is creating some kind of sub. Well, not here. The while you're trying to go to sleep is beautiful. You just take. You're like, oh, I can fall asleep the normal now. It <laughs> is crazy. A, I've had a couple conversations with folks at um at venues. So I'll have I think we should get us a, a sponsor as an earplug company. Fuck. Eargasm. Eargasm. Shout we out. should get them. But do you ever have people talk to you and cause I'm one, I'm half deaf kinda as it is, but once I put in my hearing protection, I've had multiple people trying to have conversations with me at shows. I and, feel like more people want to talk to me when I have them in than I do when I don't. <laughs> I'm like, I'll <laughs> smile and and kind of like play along. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. And then they give you that just stare. <laughs> you're like, what are you? You're not going to reply? Like, oh, that wasn't a yes or no kind of thing. Like, that was Those a, ones I got from, uh, you gave me, worked out really good, actually, that I can hear conversations. I mean, I usually have to have them repeat. And I can, I, I got to be staring but, at lips. I mean, I can, for sure we can have conversations, but I got to be like kind of trying to decipher <laughs> what are you, what are you saying? Yeah. I always like them. You just pop them and you just pop them out at the end of the show. Go on yeah. to the next thing. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know I that love... I'm a guy that's going to get on, on board with the lanyard ones. I just feel like that's a little much. I like to be a little indiscreet, you know? Yeah. I like just one in each and then I just pop them, pop them out. Wanna, I don't want show. a tampon string hanging out of my ear. I'm good. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. You don't want that bass pro fishing look, you know? Yeah. <laughs> with your sunglasses. You know what you get? We should get jackets like with sponsors on it. <laughs> like sponsors, that would make sense for for a festival Dude, scene. We'll get eargasm to sponsor and then we'll get those things like to hold your sunglasses up, but it's to hold your, your ears and it'll say professional. <laughs> yeah. That's I, a want, all my, I want all my favorite brands just on a like <laughs> jacket, like a Heisman jacket. Like the you used to see those at the malls and the Panhandle. Remember that they had like the M and M's and the Snickers. Uh huh. But I want to choose the brands, right? It's Clorox. So, <laughs> <laughs> Dole pineapple juices. <laughs> just pick random brands. Craft. <laughs> That's the new totems. <laughs> I see potential there. But the, we'd have to follow it up by having um, those associated products in a bag or something like that. Someone's like, what's the bleach about? And you just pull out a bottle of bleach out of your backpack and you're like, do you, <laughs> do you need anything cleaned? I got you. Some Lysol? <laughs> Were deodorant? you looking for the answer? I found <laughs> Like the mayonnaise, man. Hey, man, what's the what's the mayonnaise about? I want I want some mayonnaise. <laughs> I want some that guy. That guy. He's like, I want some. Mayonnaise. Oh, you want mayonnaise? I don't have any mayonnaise, but oh. you, it's on your flag. 
Oh no, that's that's actually mayo. That's not... <laughs> that's just good old fashioned mayonnaise on that flag, brother. Well, we always talked about who are the people that are testing out like new drugs that come around, right? Like to make sure, like how they're spreading the word, like oh, I got this new drug. This is good. That guy is one of them. He saw mayonnaise. He's like, never heard of that one before. Right. Tales of Us, that was a weird thing. At the beginning of the show, like the opener, I saw mm-hmm. two people drop out, like one at the very beginning and then an hour later, another person like out of it. They obviously took some bad something. And I'm like, it, I just, it's so test hard for drugs. Me. I can't imagine people. people don't test them, you know? Like the younger they are, the more I get it. But the older they are, I'm like, is this... Yeah, if, if you're, you're older, if, like protect yourself now. That, ooh, yeah. Not that you shouldn't protect yourself when you're young. I mean, you're just as you susceptible when you're young. Yeah. It's just being around the Everybody circuit, going to a couple shows. It's just it blows my mind that people just take people for their word when it comes to something that is black market. You know, yeah. No matter like, where it's from. If I bought a car off a of Facebook Marketplace, I'm not just taking somebody's word and be like, "Oh, it runs good, sick." Like, <laughs> No, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> it's like, there's no regulation. Anyone that ever gives you, like, I think a lot of people get scared to ask, you know, their their connection to, like, test. Never be afraid to test. Always ask that you can test. Because then if they're afraid and they get mad at you about testing, that's a good sign not to buy that product. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it's a function of um, lack of opportunities lack of channels to go to so if someone has just one person that they know they're scared to probably ask them because they're like they're scared to find out if it's actually not and deprive themselves of the opportunity of of having a gamble of a good time that's why like when we've been at festivals if we ever needed something you got it cool do you have a test kit any and if they don't always ah, move on there's gonna be another person yeah you find that one it's like oh yeah i got some perfect that's Mm -hmm. that's the guy i'm looking for right there i always test my goldfish you just can't trust the expire expiration date anymore you know and the flavors that go on it who knows where that flavor came from is that pizza or is that cheddar is that oregano because it's still pickle i don't want it (laughs) shit's for the birds you think it's ham and it's shrimp you're like what (laughs) happened Oh, ham and shrimp trick. <laughs> the old ham and shrimp trick. Fuck. Yeah, grandma always told me, watch out for the shrimp. It ain't, <laughs> if it ain't hammy, it's shrimpy. I'm trying to buy some pork and I got to serve seafood. <laughs> some bitch. <laughs> you know what also grinds my gears? I had a list speaking, here for you. Speaking of brands, is that there's not many funny commercials anymore. There used to be a ton of like good funny commercials. And it's like, if I'm going to watch a brand... If you're gonna get me to watch average, at least give me some more comedy. The past mm-hmm. several Super Bowl years of commercials, they used to be all hilarious. You could stick. Remember the Skittles? You lit liquor, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a solid one, right? Doritos. I mean, Doritos, like half of their branding was showing up for Super was Bowl. Was showing ads. up for that. It was awesome. What has happened to the commercial? Now they're like, we gotta be meaningful. Like <laughs> Why does everyone have feelings these days? No one wants feelings. I want a rude, funny commercial. Make me laugh. Comedy is supposed to be rude. Offend me. 
Offend me. Yeah, get me a turn me on. Make, make me feel something. You really want me to remember that brand? Make me feel some type of way differently than what I went into this commercial with. You know? That's my consciousness. I'm man. already feeling going in. I don't want to feel coming out. Like Give me well, alter my conscience. I think it was like Axe too. They used to have like that centaur of a person, where you'd be like, "What?" Am I? No, no, it was Old Spice. Old That's Spice. Yeah. Where you're like, I don't know you're what's like, going on here. I don't know but, what it is, but I'll watch this commercial. This is a yeah. good one. And Old Spice, like every time I use it, I'm gonna be honest, it burns the shit out of my armpits because all the chemicals in it. <laughs> But the indoctrination of the commercials makes me believe it's a good product. Think about but like they had it. Dilly dilly. Dude, dilly they dilly. Had it. You they had, had it. it. It was right there. You could have ran with that. I wonder how long. I don't know if their company's ever going to recover. For a long time, you could have. I've liked Modelo's commercials. Those have been really good. Red Bull gives you wings. Those are, you know, a, sim- a little bit similar more theme of what grinds my gears. We went to the theme park Saturday, went to Six Flags. Just standing in line with nothing going on. We got caught in a couple bad lines. We 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 got a good couple fifteen minute waits. We're like, hey, that's worth it. Fifteen minutes for roller coaster, yeah. awesome. We got we got stuck on one. It was like seventy. It was like ninety minutes. We're waiting in line, Oof. like an hour and a half. Fucking nothing. And I'm like, we can't put a TV, uh, anything. Like there's not nothing you can do to amuse the people at an amusement park while they're in line. You know people are waiting for an hour, an hour and a half. Which makes you almost appreciate like universal level theme park or like a Disney theme park where their lines are built even with themes and things yes. going on. It in that inter- like you have like tiers of theme parks, right? Yes. Like that to the point to where Bush Gardens and Six Flags are like, stay on the other side of that pole, bitch. We You'll saw. Over here. I saw five people <laughs> throw up. Five people at the park. Ooh, I don't know that I've ever seen it one time. Like maybe one time, a kid yeah. gets sick. Dude, it was everywhere. They were doing the best they could to clean it up. But I was like, "What is going on with what this ratchet ass theme park?" Where like I'm seeing this happen everywhere. Six Flags is like the Walmart of theme parks, though. The rides were dope. The rides, the rides are, are awesome. great. You you definitely can tell they put they keep the ride, but like everything else, dude. Is, everything's they're so like, bad. we know you're not here for that. You're here we, for the ride. We, we um so we we uh yeah we or we had some altered consciousness going on, and so I'm <laughs> I'm in line to get my refillable cup going on. You know what I mean? And we get up there, my buddy's like, uh, "Hey, can I can I just get another cup?" I, uh, I I walked away and I said a comment. I'll tell about the experience, but I was like, man, I, I feel kind of bad. Like, why would they put him in the cast register? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, like someone mentally handicapped? Like, why would they put him in the cast register? And they're like, Colton, he's not mentally handicapped, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was just really stoned. Dude, I sympathize exactly with him because I worked at Bush Gardens for a little while and i would get lit going into Dude. going into work my buddy had to ask for the cup five <laughs> times hey, can I get the cup? yeah he would just do that that oh, stare yeah. just stare off into space a little bit and he's like hey how can i help you and the dude's like yo my cup it's 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 under the drink machine all you have to do is fill it he's got great customer service until the service like <laughs> you know no. He thought he was a customer. 
<laughs> and I saw the guy behind because I, I I was the one like I have to pump the brakes on this. Like, who's gonna say something? And this, this guy's putting jalapenos on the nachos behind him. I could tell he was like, dude, this ain't my problem. My job is putting cheese on these chips and jalapenos, and I'm doing that. And this line was so fucked up. It took us like 45 minutes to get a drink <laughs> refill. There were some messed up people working in those restaurants. Like, I mean, I'm talking about like there was some like it, it's so it, there's no other way I can say it. there are some of the dumbest people I've ever worked with. <laughs> but I Watching was you work with that statement's great. <laughs> I was trying trying to figure out a better way to do it. But like these are people that like that's that's their peak and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Right there. They're like, I'm good here. I don't really plan on doing much else. I don't want to do much else. And I would be they're like I was like pretty much graduating and then about to go off and do stuff. So I just needed this job for a little while. And man, there are some people there that just like straight up don't give a shit about going and they get a paycheck so they can buy their weed. Yeah. That was it. I mean, it's like a great job for someone graduating high school. I'm like, it was so interesting though, because like they would just be standing there and which is fine to me. I didn't care. Like you should stand there, but I would just like start cleaning. Cause I have to, like, I'm just yeah. in my mental head, like this place is dirty. I got to clean it. And I start cleaning it and they're like, um, Hey man, are you, do you want me to like help? And I was like, honestly, I didn't. I was just like, no man, like <laughs> the more, if you start cleaning more then that's less stuff I have to clean and I'm going to get bored really quick. <laughs> right. So like, just leave it. And they were, I literally didn't care the way they were. I thought it was awesome. Cause I could hang Like there was one guy that I worked with for a little while at Bush Gardens super bad but he was like this one girl was like hey can i get some free popcorn he's like show me them titties these people were wild just working with and he would he if there wasn't a boss around and chicks would come up drunk he'd be like show me them titties give me you can get some stuff and sometimes they would (laughs) it's a numbers (laughs) game yeah so other people (laughs) were there trying to move up you know i saw met one guy, he was the, uh, he founded the video game club at USF, and then he had a some sort of degree, and then he was there. And I was like, "Where are you going after this?" He's like, "I don't really know." And that's okay, right? Yeah, I, it, 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 it's it, it, all right. But he was complaining about where he was. Yeah, that's not that, all right. That was the part. Like the people that's that right. told me they didn't care, and they're like, "I don't need more than this." I was like, "I respect that. I respect <laughs> yeah. that right there." Dude, high five. Hell yeah. I love that attitude. I don't give a shit. I don't need to go up higher. This, But then there's people who are like, I won't go up higher, but I'm too lazy to do it. Da, da, da. And you just hear them bitching and moaning. And those that like were like the first way, like I don't need to go higher than this, were the people that didn't really talk much. Yeah. They were like, I don't need to go any higher than this. I'm good. And I was, and we would just sit there just staring at the crowd. People watch either stone <laughs> Or we'd like drink a beer or something on the back end. <laughs> just watch. I used to run a whole my headphones all the way up through into my ear and cover my whole jacket up because it was I was working in the winter. I went through every Kanye West album working at that place. <laughs> <laughs> all Kid Cudi. <laughs> yeah, that's back the in kids, the day when podcasts weren't really popping off. It was music. The kids, the kids would uh, like you would you'd see the fake come up right. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them, hey, you're going to get this taken. If you want a beer, you come right here. 
You don't go anywhere else in the park. You come right here. I, you and you tip me. Oh, this is gone. <laughs> and they were like, okay. I get like five dollar tips. Like here you go. Right, yeah, you can take that beer. <laughs> the only ones I never took was when the Brazilians uh, came from for summer break. We'd get a lot of students. Man, you, all those kids that have fake hundred dollar bills coming through. All of them, because it's just what was given to them. And I'd be like, I am not getting caught taking yeah. $100 bills. You're going to have to take that one back. I was like, go try it somewhere else, but that ain't going to work. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't take it from them. I'd just give it back to them. But yeah, good man. Good man. I was like, go just I, I, a couple of times. I was like, see that person over there? It'll work there. Go just go on over there. It's sure enough. I knew who would take those bills. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, just remember, folks, we are... Um, you can buy our love. You, you, <laughs> we're for sale. <laughs> we'll sell out so fast. Yeah. We're going on three years on this podcast. Oh, yeah. We're on and, three uh, years. We are. Yeah. This, you write it, three you years write us a month. check to burn this to the ground. You better believe it. It will burn so bright. If you want us to shut up, you write us a nice big check. I'll shut up. No fake hundreds, though, please. No fake hundreds, though, or check that bounces. We're going to test it. As long as you got Wells Fargo, I don't mind if it bounces. <laughs> All right. I think we found a good... Let's end on that. That's a good one. All right. Hey, if you guys <laughs> like this episode, be sure to subscribe. Wait, hey, did, uh, did you see we were passing 200 subscribers on Spotify? And that's on Spotify, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everyone, for the follows and subscribing and listening. Y'all are with us. Y'all are hanging in there with us. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We love you. All right. Till next week, folks. Peace.